0: Hey, what next, listener, before we start the show, I want to let you know about a story coming up a little bit later. It's from one of our partners, SAP. AI comes at you fast. If you don't get reliable and relevant advice, your business might miss out. Whether you're looking to automate tasks or embed AI in your business processes, SAP can help. To learn more, head to sap.com AI. And stick around for expert advice on how to embrace AI with confidence.
1: This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed Get ready for fiery new romances and high-adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, ten nine Central on ABC and stream on
2: Hulu.
0: Ben, do you consider it news that Joe Biden is old? Yeah, I think so. Last week when the internet exploded over allegations that President Joe Biden was losing his memory, I decided to get Slate's Ben Mathis Lilly on the line.
3: I think it's a fair subject for discussion when he is the president of the country and uh, wants to be president of the country until he's 85.
0: Ben has covered politics for a long time, so it is not really news to him that Joe Biden is old. In fact, last week, Ben was already planning to write about Biden's increasingly public memory lapses. The way Biden tends to confuse one leader for another seems to lose steam mid-thought. And then the news shifted.
1: Good evening and welcome, everyone. No criminal charges, but at the same time, little to celebrate for President Biden today after a special counsel investigation found he willfully retained and disclosed classified materials after leaving the vice presidency. Scathing the
0: prosecutor who had been investigating the president for his handling of classified information announced he would not be charging Joe Biden. But that was not all.
1: Security but the report also raising serious questions about the president's recall, saying his memory was significantly limited in interviews with investigators. Tonight, the
0: President This report said... said the president had trouble remembering the exact dates he served as vice president, even that he reached to recall when his own son died. To quote the special counsel directly, he called Biden a sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man. I mean, that's kind of bizarre that you were writing about one memory slip, and then all of a sudden we're writing about another memory slip.
3: Well, and then making things worse for him, uh, making things worse for Joe Biden, he gives a press conference on Thursday night in which he addresses, among other things, not exclusively, the allegations that he's kind of losing his memory and then goes to talk about something else, which is the situation in Gaza, and refers to uh, Egyptian President al-Sisi as the president of Mexico
0: hard to overestimate how hard this news hit the political world. Ben called it the first major news cycle of the 2024
3: election. I think the, the great mystery of it and the, and the thing that we don't know is, is each one of these ensuing examples of Joe Biden forgetting something or making a verbal miscue or when he talks, you know, because he is just physically older, he, his speech is a little more slurred than it used to be. Every time this happens, is that going to convince one fewer person or hundreds or thousands of fewer people to vote for him? And that's what we don't know yet. We don't know the answer to that.
0: Today on the show, Joe Biden is old. This year, how much will that matter? I'm Mary Harris. You're listening to What Next. Stick around. This show is brought to you by Discover. limitations apply
2: this podcast is brought to you by slate studios and sap ai is moving so fast if you don't get reliable and relevant advice your business might miss out welcome to dear arty an advice column from sap where we tackle the tricky questions at the intersection of ai and business here's our expert the technology futurist ian Kahn. hi i'm excited to dive into today's question Dear Artie, the supply chain has been a friend and foe to my company. Can AI make us more resilient? Signed, Supply Chained to Uncertainty. Hey, Supply, here's how AI in the supply chain can help. AI can massively automate data analytics and understand the movement of your goods. AI can point out weak links, market demand trends, optimal logistics, and other important aspects that impact the top and bottom lines for the business. Take the example of a large grocery chain that has hundreds of vendors spread through the country. In some cases, you may need to reroute shipments to other stores, such as in the case of fresh produce, a good that can go bad very fast. Managing such a supply chain is heavily dependent on the data provided and AI can help optimize this information so that your supply chain works at its optimal levels. Embrace AI with confidence. Head to sap.com slash AI to learn more.
0: Let's go back to the beginning. What was this special counsel investigation into President Biden all about? How did it start?
3: Okay, so so what happened was Donald Trump first got in trouble for with the federal government, with multiple different agencies of the federal government for taking classified documents, top secret documents from the White House after his term, storing them at his residence in Florida at Mar-a-Lago.
0: Notably in the bathroom.
3: (laughs) In the bathroom, closets near a swimming pool, a variety of, of very non-secure very insecure very unsecure places uh and then you know what has really pushed these these bureaucrats in the in the government over the edge was refusing to give them back when people at the national archives realized that he had taken them kind of obstructing the efforts of the national archives the FBI to to secure all these documents after he already knew and had been told like you're not allowed to keep those so this is going on and then representatives of Joe Biden say oh you know, by the way, we found some classified material uh, at an office that was affiliated with the University of Pennsylvania, where he was keeping some of his uh, vice presidential materials. And then they said, oh, you know what, slightly bigger oops, we found more of them in a garage in Wilmington, Delaware.
0: Yeah, there were these pictures that came out of what it looked like in Joe Biden's garage, essentially, with like, you know, there's like a ladder, (laughs) there's an exercise machine. And then it's like, oh, sort of a Messed up boxes of documents.
3: Yeah, yeah. Vice former vice presidents—they have the same things in their. You know, they're as we do, except maybe some of those concern classified uh, information about uh, the Afghanistan troop surge. Yeah. So Biden and his lawyers went through the process that you're supposed to go through when you discover something like this, which is to say, hey, whoops, our bad. We've got some of this classified material. Why don't you know, you send the FBI down here to secure it, to look through it, to make sure everything that we're not supposed to have gets taken away Uh, And then because Joe Biden is who he is and because the Democratic Party is kind of like a goody two shoes party, Merrick Garland appoints a special counsel to investigate this case further, to interview Joe Biden, to interview people close to him who have worked with him to determine whether he broke any laws.
0: So this is transparently like a both sides thing where it's like, okay, we have this investigation into Trump, and like now I guess we got to do the same thing for Biden, because otherwise people are going to raise a ruckus.
3: Right, and then in, I think in what what some people are describing as classic Democratic Party self-sabotaging fashion, uh, Garland goes ahead and appoints uh, a guy named Robert Herr, who is a, personally a Republican and had served under Republican administrations to be the one who, who does the investigating. And so Herr comes back with a report that's made public, that's at at the discretion of the Department of Justice to make the report public. But like once they've got it, they can't not make it public or people are going to think there's something to hide. So he kind of ties the Department of Justice's hands here uh, with this report. that says, I'm not going to prosecute or recommend the prosecution of Joe Biden for this. But one of the reasons I'm doing it is because he's so old and he his memory is so bad and Basically, a people on a jury were going to think, this guy's kind of just like a doddering old grandpa. We can't send him to jail or convict him. That, as you can see, is kind of a quintessential good news, bad news situation uh, if you're Joe Biden or one of his campaign advisors in this situation.
0: Why did he conclude that Joe Biden having this classified stuff wasn't a problem?
3: Yeah, I think that the legal debate around this centers on the question of whether Biden's age was really necessary to include, because there are also other reasons not to prosecute Joe Biden for this. Uh, One of the most obvious is that his cooperation has been extensive. If you compare that to what Donald Trump did, uh, which allegedly was to obstruct the investigation at every turn and, and to try to prevent these materials from being secured, Biden cooperates, which, you know, the way the law is set up, if you're not intentionally trying to keep these documents someplace that they could be stolen or misplaced, uh, then you're not going to get in as much trouble. So there are these other reasons to say this is not a case we could win. This is not a prosecutable case. So the question is, did Robert Herr put in the stuff about his memory Put in these specific examples of Biden allegedly not remembering things in an interview, uh, such as what years he was vice president, did he put them in because that's legally germane? Or did he put that in to kind of save face as a Republican prosecutor, as someone in the conservative legal community, you know, so that, hey, next time there's a Republican who's president, maybe it'll be Donald Trump. He's going to say, you know what, I like that guy who made Joe Biden look bad. I'm, I'm going to appoint him to be the attorney general or, or be the deputy attorney general or give him some other important role.
0: Part of what stood out to me about what's written in this report about Biden and his memory is that part of it is like this assertion that at trial, Mr. Biden would present himself as he did during our interview as a sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man with a poor memory, which I don't think that's how any lawyer of the president of the United States would suggest Framing <laughs> his appearance in court, I just i i reject that. I I do not think that is correct. And so it's this sort of speculation that like here's here's how we think he would present himself. That actually, when you think about it for two seconds, you're like, no, that's actually completely false.
3: Yeah, and so this is what Biden's attorneys said in in writing because uh, you know, they had a chance to look at the report before it was issued, and and their response is is like, hey hey hey, wait a minute here, that's not what he said. What he said was, I don't remember this or that specific thing. I don't remember this date. And I don't remember it in the way that anyone could forget something that happened at their workplace 10 or 15 years ago. And confuse it with something that might have happened twelve years ago instead. He's they're saying that's what he wasn't remembering. It wasn't, I'm too old to remember anything. It's just that, hey, no one is gonna remember the exact details. What they are accusing the special counsel of is twisting a a normal inability to remember exactly precisely a, a date or a number into a, a bigger mental problem and a defense of, oh, I'm too stupid and you know my brain doesn't work anymore. And they're saying, No, 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 we never, we never claimed that.
0: Well, they also say, you know, at the beginning of the interview, the special counsel said, like, oh, you know, I know that, like, this is a long time. Just try your best to remember. So he was kind of implying, like, he knew this could be hard to remember. That said, the special counsel is saying that the president had trouble remembering the year of his own son's death, which Joe Biden rejects forcefully and rejected forcefully in a press conference afterwards.
1: There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died, how in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business.
0: It's a pretty intense allegation to lob out there.
3: Yeah, that was something that really jumped out to me. Uh, I mean, you can see in one sense why you would want to include it, because obviously that's a—, a in incredibly uh memorable and traumatic event that, that that would kind of anchor you would think would anchor in someone's memory on the other hand what, what Biden is saying is that it's it's inappropriate for him to even bring that up as as an example of him not remembering something this is simply not germane to the question of whether he uh violated the law by keeping classified documents um but yeah I think certainly you when you put that in there you have to know that that's going to pop out to people and and be no matter what else you said in your in your 300-page report, that's going to be the thing that people are talking about.
0: You know, in the wake of the debate about Biden's memory and how it's characterized in this report, I just found myself considering a lot of might-have-beens. Like, for instance, Joe Biden gave his press conference responding to the report, basically flagging that he gave this interview with the special counsel on October 8th, like right right after the October 7th attack. So he
1: was busy. I sought no delays. In fact, I was so determined to give the special counsel what he needed, I went forward with a five hour in-person, five hour in-person interview over two days on October the 8th and 9th of last year, even though Israel had just been attacked by Hamas on the 7th, and I was very occupied.
0: And it just struck me because I look at Donald Trump, for instance, who's the most likely Republican candidate for president. And, like, that guy's trying to stop trials because my mother-in-law died, I can't show up. Like, his daughter Ivanka once told a court she couldn't testify because she had school-aged children, so her weekdays are all booked up. (laughs) I just feel like... The lesson there is like, why are you showing up in the first place?
3: Well, I think that's that's part of Joe Biden's case for why he should be president in a way, right? Is that I'm going to follow the rules. I'm going to do the things that you're supposed to do. And so he needs to show voters whose main interest is to, quote unquote, have things be normal. He thinks that he has to show those people that he's going to do what he's supposed to do and he's not going to act cagey and he's not going to act suspicious and he's not going to do things like getting in big public fights with prosecutors all the time. But in
0: the end, I see it as like treating an antagonistic situation as not antagonistic, like just letting yourself
3: be surprised by it. Here's where I might I might push back on that. He's the president and he's asking to be the president again until he's 85. And so whether or not it was an interview with the special counsel, Um, he is going to be in a situation where he is facing tough questions from someone in a circumstance when he's got other things to think about. Like that is kind of famously the the job of the president. That's why their hair turns gray, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I think if it wasn't going to be this, it was going to be something else. Uh, It was going to be a a one-on-one interview. It was going to be a press conference about the situation in Israel. Um, You can't go nine months until the election without appearing in public when you're the president and you're asking to be reelected. And you certainly can't go five years being the president again without having to face a situation like that. I don't know what the impact of this on, on November's election will be, but I do think that some of the reaction to it by Democrats was... Uh, maybe a little misplaced just in that there was no way you're going to get through an election year with a, with a candidate who is this old without that being the big issue days or weeks or months at a time.
0: When we come back, there are actually a couple of pretty old guys in the 2024 election. So what about the other one? This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money's just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? It is all those subscriptions. Think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place. If you see something you don't want you can cancel with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money will take care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash whatnext That's rocketmoney.com slash whatnext. rocketmoney.com slash whatnext. This episode is brought to you by SAP. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI will not help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos, but it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia, or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. Or automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. I feel like there's something else we have to be really clear on in this conversation, which is that both of the leading candidates for president in 2024 are old. Donald Trump... Joe Biden, no matter who you're picking. I wonder if you can compare and contrast like Donald Trump's behavior on the stump and how his memory problems or behavior manifest and Joe Biden. Like what's the difference? Is there a difference?
3: You know, the reason Trump doesn't get quote unquote in trouble for this stuff as much from the press, let's say, or you know, the voting public is because there has kind of become an expectation set by Donald Trump's behavior over the last nine years that not everything he says is going to be reliable. Uh, that's not really why you vote for Donald Trump. Uh, you vote for him because you like his attitude. Uh, you you actually sometimes might even get a kick out of him saying something that he knows not to be true because he's doing it in a way that like bothers the, the dorks on news podcasts. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> you know, The Atlantic put this really well, a writer there, where they said Trump is possessed with a bronzed demonic energy that makes him seem vigorously alive, even when the words make no sense.
3: Exactly. And so I think that that's like Trump's personality. And so, yeah, he, I, I think that Democrats are probably going to to get mad about this a double standard a, about a billion more times before November. Um, but I don't think it's going to hurt Donald Trump as much. However, I, I think where I come down, if you made me make a, a prediction and, and I don't, put money on my political predictions for a reason. I think that where they are similar, where Donald Trump and Joe Biden are similar, is in that ultimately what they are trying to sell to voters isn't, hey, I am a person who understands and can tell you how every program in the federal government works. There have been candidates like that Joe Biden beat one of them in Elizabeth Warren in the last primary it, when we were having a lot of these same discussions, although maybe not in as hostile of the tone. But this was an issue uh, in 2020. You know, Joe, Joe Biden gave a long debate answer about literally putting a record on the phonograph.
1: Play the radio, make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night, the, the, the phone, make sure the kids hear words. Kid
3: All comes. the v- smart ass reporters, such as myself, made a big deal of it. And then the voters basically said like, you know, like that doesn't matter to us. You know, in aggregate, that's what they said. I'm sure it mattered to some of them. But they said, you know, this is someone, uh, as I wrote in Slate, this is someone who's, who I can trust. I can trust his heart to be in the right place. And and that's kind of the the pitch that Joe Biden is making to people.
0: Yeah, I think you're saying his heart is more important to people than his brain in some ways.
3: I have a choice between two people, and I know that I wish I, I had a choice between more people. Uh, a lot of people wish it wasn't Trump versus Biden, but in the end, I am going to say like, who do I want in the White House? whose Whose soul do I want in the White House? Whose spirit do I want in the White House? Uh, and last time, ta- in the last time that America made this choice, they chose they chose Joe Biden.
0: Yeah, how big of a liability is the president's age? Like, Do we know how voters feel about it going into this election?
3: Yeah, I think that the most recent poll, I think it was something like 75% of voters say they have some level of concern uh, about Biden's uh, physical or mental health. So it's definitely something that is on a lot of people's minds. Uh, I'm sure that these things that happened this week are going to be water cooler moments, viral moments for people around the country. I think what will be very interesting is the next time in a couple weeks, if uh, another big poll about this comes out, does Joe Biden lose three or four points off his support because of this? Is it? Does that number go from 75% of people have concerns to 90% of people have concerns? A- and I don't know. I don't think anyone knows. It
0: sounds like in some ways what you're saying is that in the grand scheme of things, Maybe getting called too old to do your job is not the worst attack in the world.
3: Yeah, and I, I mean the the example that people go back to uh, is Ronald Reagan. You know, Ronald Reagan was not this old when he was running for re-election, but at the time he was one of the oldest people to ever run for president uh, as a major party nominee. Um, he was a person who for, who was sometimes forgetful, um, who did not always have a grasp of the details of any situation, and he ran for re-election. Uh, and ultimately, one, uh, in and in a kind of the story that's told about that election in 1984 is people liked him. The economy was doing well. Uh, the country was doing well. And people liked what he was bringing to the White House overall, even if they might not trust him to get every detail right. And in, a, in addition to that, he ended up having classified documents uh, uh, at, a, at one of his properties after he was president, but didn't get prosecuted for it.
0: You know, some lawyers writing in Slate wrote an article that basically it said this report from Robert Herr. It was a hit job. Do you agree with that take?
2: Hmm. (laughs) Uh,
3: my, you know, my instinct as someone who follows politics is to say, yes, it was to some degree a hit job. I, I know that, that people who work in the Justice Department and who work as prosecutors like to think that they don't make political decisions, that they are not partisans, even though they may have a partisan registration. But I think when you are operating at this level of government and at this and at something with these kind of stakes it's incumbent upon you to think about how what you say is going to be received within a political context. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't say it, but I think that you need to know what the repercussions of what you're doing are. And I think that it's impossible for me to believe that Robert Hur and the people working with him did not know that this was going to be a major victory for Donald Trump and a major victory for the Republican Party that they were describing the sitting president this way, quote unquote, an elderly man. And and I think some of the word choice specifically around that was was is so pointed or is so pointed uh, that I would say, yeah, that the, this is on some level a partisan attack. And I think it's fair for it to be described that way.
0: It was almost meant to be quoted because the language wasn't very legal at all.
3: Right. And it's saying, and I think what the, the pushback from the the Biden side and the Democratic side is like, hey, even if it's your job to make judgment calls about what a jury is likely to take away from something, you don't have to frame it within your report in the most disparaging or pejorative way possible. Quote unquote, A well meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Just like that, that's a really patronizing way to describe it. And I think that there were other ways to make a similar point in a way that was not so overtly um, useful as a set of words to be flashed across the screen in a campaign advertisement.
0: Ben Mathis Lily, thanks for coming on the show. I'm always grateful for your time.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: Ben Mathis Lilly is a senior writer at Slate. And that is our show. What Next is produced by Paige Osborne, Elena Schwartz, Rob Gunther, Madeline Ducharme, and Anna Phillips. We are led by Alicia Montgomery with a little boost from Susan Matthews. Ben Richmond is the senior director of podcast operations here at Slate. And I'm Mary Harris. Thanks for listening. Catch you back here next time.